Praise the Lord. So we're, we're just going to, I'm just going to talk to you. We're going to all relax, okay? I want to enjoy myself up here. I don't want to be too, you know, put too much pressure on myself. Um, but one of the things I want to kind of talk about uh, today, not kind of, I do want to talk about, the title of the message is Healing for Moms, okay? And I was thinking about that because every year, you know, we have our Mother's Day and we honor moms. And, you know, we really forget to realize um, the, we as mothers, we do great things all the time, but there's also times that we are challenged in our lives, okay? I would say it's like 50-50 maybe, <laughs> but we have these wonderful children and these wonderful families, yet we have challenges with our wonderful children and our wonderful families. And, you know, we as mothers, and I think you all agree, ladies, we love our children immensely. They are in our hearts. If they go through something bad, we feel it. If they're happy, we are elated. We are joyful. <laughs> it's just like we carried them in our womb, so we know them so much that when something goes wrong or something's good, we are a, we just... It's like part of our life. It's hard to explain. I don't know if fathers feel that way. I really don't. But I do know that mothers have that instinct inside of them. So if they're on unpleasant ventures, we go through that with them. If something fantastic is happening in their life, we do that also. Like one example was when my son was in St. Louis, he got a job um, with the, the Eighth Circuit Court, and he, it was a really good job. He had it for a two-year contract, and it was, he was so excited. But when he got there, St. Louis was so different than California. It was really hard for him to adjust. And so he would call me, Mom, I want to quit. I want to come home. I miss my family. There's no, there was no one there he could connect to. You know, When he worked in the state of Washington, he found a family that kind of brought him in. It was really nice. But when he went to St. Louis, it was a lot different. The people there are different. They have to get to know you for a long time before they'll help you move or do anything like that. Here in California, hey, can you help me move? Sure, I'll come and help you move. <laughs> I mean, people are just more friendly here. So it was, it, it, it really wrenched my heart when he was gone and you know, he would hang up, and I'd be praying for him, and I would just encourage him. You know, son, you're going to make it, and you're going to get back to California. Um, so sometimes going through these things, it does take a toll on us, um, but we, we can rely on the healing power of God to help us through. And these kind of situations happen on and on. Um, sometimes, I'm sorry, all the mothers here today have experienced fears, Tell me if that's correct. Have you experienced fears with your kids? Yes. Have you experienced um, anxieties with your children? Yes. And then great, fantastic exhilaration, right? Yes. When something good happens for them. That's right. So motherhood is an interesting calling um, because there's really no book that was created. I mean, medicine men or Doctors have created books to help us. But really what I found is the Word of God, the Bible, is, is really, um, for Christians, it's, you know, the way we teach our children and the way we live our own lives that God has given us. You know, we, we train our kids to do the best they can do, 
but sometimes they take side journeys. They don't go the way we would like them to go, and they take side journeys. And that's okay because God is still with them. We have to believe that the Lord is protecting them and with them when they do take these side journeys. So as mothers, we can be compassionate for one another. Um, mothers, some mothers are going through different things. There might be mothers here that have lost a child, gone through a painful divorce, lost their mother, separated from their children right now. Their children are in trouble. Their families do not get along. Mothers are sick, maybe. They're under a doctor's care. We have all kinds of people um, that we want to just honor here today. And then, like I said, my mom, and I know there's so many women here that are raising kids on their own. It's just amazing the strength that they have. And I wanted to mention a story that I had when we were being raised, and I'm sure my brothers remember this. Maybe they don't. But mom, when we would get low on money, she would buy powdered milk. Now, have you ever had powdered milk? Uh, not good. <laughs> and then she would make me help her make it. And so when I was stirring it, I was smelling it. You know, it was really bad. But you know what? We made it through, and I will never buy powdered milk again. I made that commitment, for sure. So no matter what situation... Oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention is there's also maybe women here, I don't know, that have just had babies, you know? So they're entering into motherhood. And that's an enjoyable but scary thing, too. When I had my son, I was like, all these weird fears would come in my head. Oh, somebody's going to climb in the window. He's not going to wake up. <laughs> you know? I mean, it just happens to us because we, we care so much for them. So no matter what the situation, God is there to help us in our situations. He's a great God, and he's big enough, he really is, to bring wholeness and healing to us. Sometimes it seems like he's not there. But he is, if you're just patient with him, and you wait on him, and you let him heal you and help, help you work through a situation, he's there for you. It's good to see you, Christine. God bless you. Um, so, like I said, he can bring healing. And the Bible says in Exodus 15, 26, I am... God declared this. He said, I am the Lord that heals you. I am the Lord that heals you. So he's our healer. Let's face it. You know, he put doctors on this earth to help us. But in the end, um, I heard this. It's very interesting to hear this. And I don't know if anybody of you, you may be pro probably thought about this. But yes, doctors do the surgery, you know. But who heals after the surgery is over? God, because he created our bodies that way. He created our bodies to self-heal. It's not the doctors that heal us. It's still God that's healing us. So whether he heals us through supernatural means or through doctors, it's still the Lord healing us in the end. And whenever Jesus came onto the scene in the Bible, you notice he solved problems. Jesus was a problem solver. Lord, I can't see. Can you heal me? 
Lord, um, there was one gentleman that came to him who had leprosy, and he said, Lord, can you make me clean? And what did Jesus say? Does anybody know? What did Jesus say? He said, I'm willing, be thou healed. And the Bible says in, that the man was healed. He came to Jesus with his faith, and he just said, Lord, can you, can you help me? Can you heal me? And, and Jesus said yes. He always says yes. He always says yes. He's a wonderful God. So we all face some of these unforeseen times. And I'm not trying to focus on the negative today. I'm just trying to focus so you can see that we all, all of us mothers, go through different things. And sometimes it thinks, feels like we're the only ones going through it. But we do. We all go through these things. And even in my own family, uh, many years, I think it was 20 years ago, we got a call that my brother was in a plane crash. And, you know, we were hoping that he would make it through, like half the plane made it through and half the plane didn't. And my brother Bill, William, he didn't make it. So that was, you know, we had to work through that together and, and, and pray for one another and be there for one another. It's not an easy thing when something like that happens. And so I want my sister-in-law, Chris, my sister, <laughs> to come up and share today. <laughs> We've had um, something happen, and she's going to share with you how God has helped her. Hi, my name is Chris Randazzo, and uh, I'm a first-time visitor to this church, but everybody's been so very warm and welcoming, I feel very at home. Can you hear me in the back, because I'm not used to speaking? Okay. Well, um, back in November 2015, my husband and I found out that our daughter, who was at that time 34 years old, and she was a mom, she was, a mom as well, um, was addicted to opioids. And that uh, realization, that information, turned our world upside down and, and changed us forever. Um, I, of course, as a mom, as a parent, I wanted to fix her, to cure her. Um, we took her into our house. But I soon discovered that addiction cannot be cured with love and chicken soup, even though I really wanted to try. It's not like the flu. It's a disease. It's an insidious disease that really is a difficult one to overcome. So, um, but I was a mess. I didn't know what to do. I was sick with worry. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I didn't know what path to take. Um, but one day, when I was shopping at Costco, God spoke to me at Costco. <laughs> I was walking by the uh, book table, and I saw a book called Calling Jesus. And it was one of those experiences, like it was in focus and everything else was blurred. And I thought, I need to get that book. I need some help. I need to pray because there's nothing else that I know to do. So I bought the book, Calling Jesus. Um, I wasn't, as I said, sleeping well, so I would kind of toss and turn. And I figured, well, I can get up. I'll get up about 4, 4 in the morning. So I got up. I read the day's devotion. I prayed a little. And I felt a little better. Um, 
Then I added a blanket and a good reading lamp, and the next day I did the same thing. I read the devotion, I meditated on it, and I prayed. And I continued doing that, and soon I began to relax a little bit. And very often, I would fall back asleep and get another couple hours of sleep. I added other books and other inspirational readings and prayers, and pretty soon I was relaxing enough that I could sleep better at night. Now, um, I learned also to pray a little bit more honestly with God. And I would tell him when I was angry. I would tell him when I was upset, I was sad. I would tell him when I was happy and grateful because I had a lot to be grateful for. Um, what I did, what I eventually learned to do um, when I was talking to someone who was in a similar situation as I, his son was addicted to drugs. He said he would envision wrapping his son in a warm blanket and handing him over, over to God. So I thought, you know, I'm a very visual person, so I began to do that. I would envision wrapping her up and handing her over to God, and God would assign one of his fiercest, most protective angels to, to look out for her. And that's how I began to let her go to God's care, and I began to pray then for myself because I didn't want to be sick with worry. I didn't want to have a hard time. I wanted to be among the living, and I had so much to be grateful for. I have a wonderful husband. I have two other sons, um, grandchildren, and, and a wonderful extended family. So um, my prayer time in the morning became the center of my life. It would start my day. and. And it continues to this day. My daughter is still out on the streets. She left, last time we saw her was uh, December. She left her rehab. We don't know where she is. We don't hear from her. We don't know what's going on. But I continually give her over to God, and I pray for strength from him. And God does not want us to be sad all the time. So I could, you know, Mother's Day is a hard day. It's a pain. It can be a very painful day, and we still will have pain. We'll always have pain. But it's how much suffering do you want from that pain? I could sit and be home and lock the door and, you know, not get dressed and have a miserable day because it's Mother's Day and I'm missing one of my kids. But I choose to be here, share my story. Maybe it'll reach somebody. Maybe it'll help somebody else. Um, it's a beautiful day, and I have, like I said, many, many things to be thankful for. So um, I just want to say that, you know, every day I think about her, every day I pray for her, and I will continue to do that. And um, I pray for all of those who suffer from addiction and alcoholism. It's, it's a difficult thing, and it really is a family disease. It affects everyone in that family. It's going to affect her daughter. but. You know, we're, gonna, we're a good family, and we support one another. And thank you very much for letting me share my story. I think she should preach, don't you think? <laughs> Great job. Thank you, sister.
Really appreciate that. So this is how she's helping to heal her daughter, through prayer. She might not be able to talk to her right now, but we as parents, the Lord wants us to be in good condition spiritually so we can help others, so we can help our own children. And this is how she's doing it right now. And, and I'm praying too. Our family is believing with her and praying for her daughter. And that's how we, we um, bind together to call out to the Lord to let him. Um, in the end, there will be a victory. In the end, it will happen. And I, will, I say that out of my mouth. And, and Chris agrees with us. It's going to be a good end. All things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. So that, it will be a good end. And I thank God for that. In Proverbs 1.8, it says, Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. A father's instruction is more like, hey, do this, do that. Okay, sit here. Um, go make your bed. You know, not that they don't ever talk to their kids. They do. But they're more, you know, direct. Women, they explain things to their children. <laughs> and that's how God created us. Because the woman was actually created to be at home with the children. Here in California, most people, husband and wife work because <laughs> it's so expensive. But I'm sure there are some people that are still able to afford uh, to stay at home with their children. But it's important that we as Christian mothers, we talked about it earlier, that we teach our kids the Bible. We teach them so they know how to make decisions when they get older. When my son went away to college, I, I was a little bit concerned because he went to Berkeley. That's a pretty crazy college. But for all the intellectuals with all their different thinkings, you know, all the theories and all the... I, I just put him in the hands of the Lord. I said, Lord, you work it out. It was so amazing. He found a church right near the campus. He met the pastors, and he got a lot of friends there. So he did fine there. You know, but we want to train our kids to be able to, when they get older, make right decisions. When I first got married to this beautiful guy right here, <laughs> I, 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 was, <laughs> I still wonder today why he married me, actually, because I was a, like a mess kind of back then. I had been married before, unfortunately, and the guy that I was married to, he died. He had a heart attack, and so it was just amazing to me, you know, that I had to go through that, but then I met him. And he would listen to me, and he would understand what I was going through, you know. Because after my first husband died, I did have, like, some depression and emotional challenges. Because the way he died, I won't go into it, but it was scary, okay? And I think it affected me. I even called my brother. Remember, John, when I had to call you and talk to you to help me? Because I was going through a lot of just turmoil, you know. But then I met this guy, and he just has always been like this. I'm like this, <laughs> and he's like this, you know. Okay, babe, it's okay. Come on down. It's all right. Put your voice down. Everybody's always telling me you're, you're loud. I'm like, I know I'm loud. Okay. Um, 
but, you know, he's there for me, and I thank God for him. But so what I started to do, he would encourage me. I was reading my Bible, but he would encourage me, you know, to read the Word, and he would help me. And as I was reading the Word, I realized it was amazing that there was the Word of God. The Bible says there's power in the Word of God. It's not just words. The Spirit of God's power is in the Word of God. It says in Hebrews, the Word of God is alive, and it's active. It's stronger than any two-edged sword. It pierces between the bone and the marrow and the soul and the spirit. It gets in there. The word of God gets in our bone, our marrow, our spirits, and it helps heal us as long as we continue in it all the time. You have to read it and, and meditate on it and Talk to the Lord and learn about it, and he will show us how to go. Now, I didn't have clear direction then, so I would ask him, Lord, give me direction. Well, I married this guy, and here's my direction. I'm here. You know, my life, my plan, I didn't really, it kind of, I'm, I, you know, I help him. I'm his helper, okay? That's what it pretty much comes down to. He gets all the glory and the, you know, the popularity. <laughs> and I, no, I'm, he, he's just as much a servant as me, believe it. Uh, you know him here. He's here every week, you know, helping and doing all that. I'm just kidding around, babe. Um, but <laughs> um, so anyway, moving along, um, there's this scripture that has really helped me over the years. It's Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. It says, my, my son, pay attention to my words. Incline your ear to them. Do not let them depart from your eyes. And keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? Because the Bible goes on to say they are life to those who find them and health to all your flesh. Yes, the word of God is active. It's life. It's life to your family. It's life in your job. It's life in your marriage. It, it's life. And I looked at the word life, and that word life, you know what it means? Your body. I'm sorry. No, that's the wrong word. Sorry. Excuse me. Cut it. Life means living and alive. It's a Zoe kind of life. It's, a, it's a, the spiritual life with God. But the word um, flesh, it's, it's health to all your flesh, is your body, your kinsmen. So it's life to all your family your kinsmen, your body, your animals. Believe it not, it says animals too. It's life to your animals. The Lord, if you pray for your dog or cat or whatever, the Lord will heal them. I mean, it says it right there. That's what it means. And health to all your flesh means it's medicine. The word of God is medicine. Like you go to the doctor and you take the medicine two to three times, right? A day. 
Take the word of God two to three times a day. And if that's not enough, guess what? Am I taking too long? Oh, okay, you're right. We have another, um, we have another uh, testimony of a mother and daughter. Uh, Michelle and Pauline, you want to come up? Here they come, the beautiful couple, mother and daughter couple. Good morning. I just want to say um, happy Mother's Day to all my sisters here. I also want to give blessings to, if you don't have your moms here, um, happy Mother's Day to them too. I want to I wanna just say a shout out to my mom, my sister Margie, and my niece Justina. Thank you very much for listening to me. Um, I just also want to say... Um, Happy Mother's Day to them, and I know that they're watching over us every day. When my grandmother was alive <clears throat> and I was a child, I can remember my entire family having dinner at their house. We would be in the kitchen helping shred cheese for her famous enchiladas and Spanish rice. I always felt so safe with her. Then when she passed, I came to realization that my aunties weren't just my family, but a stronger bond than that. We were a sisterhood. And when the first mother passes, a part of you goes along with them. For my mother, I probably gave her a hard time through my adolescence but she always let me be who I wanted to and express what I like, such as art and music that I listen to. I thank you for that, Mother. You always let me be myself. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you have been there for me through my turmoil with my significant other, and you always knew what was a better life for my son and I that we always deserved and have a long awaited. Mother, you have been my safe haven and my refuge for my son, and I will forever thank you for being the, mess, the best mother and grandmother a daughter can ask for. Thank you for everything, even with the bad included. I had to go through the storm to become the positive person I am today to see the sunlight and the paradise that overshadows my son and I now. I love you, Mother and I wouldn't change a thing about our timeline that we have had together. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. Praise the Lord. Um, can I uh, bring you guys back up here? <laughs> yes. That was a very nice thing you said. But I didn't get a chance to talk to Michelle before. And, and I did talk to Pauline. But this was a, a positive story of how they went through turmoil as mother and daughter. Yeah. And sometimes you want to pull your hair out. 
Sometimes you want to cry. Sometimes you want to drive your car over the edge. <laughs> but here they are together, loving one another, looking beautiful, no animosity. It was so funny. I called her uh, yesterday, and I said, How, uh, how's your relationship with your daughter going right now? She says, today it's good. <laughs> if you would have called me uh, a couple of days ago, it was bad. So I just wanted to, to share a little more in the heart of what, you know, you were going through or what Pauline was going through, maybe not say it verbally, but I'm just mentioning it because I know what they had to go through. And we don't know what every one of you are going through. You know, the people that you love the most hurt you the most because you want so much for them. And I think there's a book out called Unexpected Expectations where you want this to happen and it doesn't happen. So now what do you do? How do you adjust? How do you, you know, fit that into God's plan? How can God work it out? So I'm just so happy to see your smiling face, both of you, at peace and in love with each other, and have a happy Mother's Day.